Yes. December 17th, the Bayside Report. Welcome to the episode. It is Saturday, December 17th. We are eight days away from Christmas, seven from Christmas Eve. This sport day has been insane. You have right as we speak right now, they just did the coin toss for overtime of the Vikings and Colts game, and the Vikings won the coin toss. They will maintain possession to start the overtime period. The World Cup, Croatia losing Argentina. I'm fucking heartbroken, people. I'm heartbroken. That's not the Christmas present I wanted. But nonetheless, they got the win against Morocco today in the third place game. Two to one, Orsic a tremendous goal. Bardiol had the first one though to get him started the header and I think only a fifth or sixth minute. So they have, they got the bronze and that's three medals, six World Cup appearances since the country's inception of 1991. How amazing is that? A country with under four million people that shows the talent level they have with soccer. Anyways, everybody, welcome to the show. That's enough of that. Sport day. I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't write a whole lot. I'm just here to bullshit. I have a Miller Lite. Took a little hit of the medical pen. It's just a cloudy Saturday afternoon here in Tampa. Not not a whole much to report on other than there's a bunch of sports going on. Maybe I'll go out later and watch some of them. The Dolphins and the Bills tonight at 8 o'clock. That's going to be... Seven inches of snow, I believe, is the forecast. Seven inches of snow. So how are the Dolphins? The Dolphins fuck everyone over with that home field advantage they have in Miami with, you know, they put the opponent with the plus 20 degrees of of sun sun in the heat, and, you know, their sideline is shaded. So how are they going to respond in the snow? I honestly think they're going to play horrible. I think they're going to look lost. But then again, how are the Bills going to respond? Because no one's going to play well in seven inches of snow. I think it was two inches of snow per hour that are going to fall. So it's going to be a run-heavy game. It has to be, right? I mean, you're not throwing the ball. And they canceled the game earlier this year with the six feet of snow. So I'm surprised they didn't. I thought they may have canceled this one because it is a safety concern for fans trying to travel to the game. How are you going to – it's Buffalo. I know you're used to the snow, and they really don't cancel school when you even have big storms, maybe 6 to 12 inches of snow. You're probably not canceling school. So they're probably okay with it. They'll the salt, plowing the roads relentlessly. So maybe they have it under lock. But growing up in Pittsburgh, and it's different. I believe – don't know much about Buffalo, if it's hilly or not, but I, I think it's kind of flat because it's near a lake could be totally fucking wrong but growing up in Pittsburgh the snow response was pretty awful and the city was good yeah that's kind of a lie and the city was it was all right you know within the six to 12 hours it would probably be resolved but where I grew up in suburban Pittsburgh in Beaver County to be specific close to West Virginia we had school two feet of snow the whole week of school off because they couldn't plow the country roads where I grew up nearby you know my road was eventually okay but they wouldn't the whole week of school off when the roads could have been you know dealt with here we are it's overtime I don't know I guess we're fucking live streaming the game without actually showing you the game but Kirk Cousins and the Vikings have possession uh what else about the World Cup though uh the Croatia Argentina game I'll be honest guys I was trying to manifest you know I've talked about the power of manifestation earlier on the show before Sip a beer, hold on. The power of it and doing it repeatedly. Obviously, I can't manifest for a full 
football team. But I tried. You know, I tried. The thing with the Brazil game, something came to me in my head a day or two before. Something just, a voice came to me and said, Garrett, it's fine. You're going to win. In the whole game, the whole Brazil game, I was nervous. Yeah, but I was I was pretty sure we were going to pull it out if it had to go to penalties. Now, when Neymar scored, I was like, ah, it's over. But then, by the grace of God, that little voice in my head was right. And they ended up winning. So, as much as I tried to manifest good energy for the Argentina matchup, that little voice never came to my head. It never did. And I, I just kind of had a bad feeling about it going in. I actually left work early and, and went and watched it. And, yeah, it wasn't wasn't fun. It was sad. The The penalty on the Vakovich, it could have gone either way. And that's kind of how I've had it explained to me and how I've heard most of the top-level analysts explain it. He he wasn't a, you know, did he take out, did he sweep the player's legs and take him out? Yes, but he also was in a position where he couldn't get out of the way. Luka Modric blasted, blasted the referee in the media. Said he's literally said he was a disaster. And a bunch of other shit. He he lit him up. Here's Kirk Cousins. First and ten. Thirty-three yard line. Going a little looks like a strong guy formation. Play action of Dalvin Cook. He looks and he throws a Dalvin Cook. And that's that's oh, okay. Little yak. He got five or six yards. Looks like it was gonna be maybe a one or two yard game, but he gets a little bit more out of it. I saw on Twitter the Vikings are the worst. Nine and three. I think they're nine and three right now, or ten and three, something like that. But they're the worst team. I saw the block punt earlier from this game. I was out and about earlier, so I really didn't get to see much of it. So Argentina and France in the final, and Mar- hats off to Morocco too. They played very hard against France, only giving up two goals. And today against Croatia, you know, I thought they may have. I thought they were going to get that equalizer late late in the 80th 90th minute they had they had a really good go at it it was the their attacks were sparse but once they they had one or two good attacks put together and they almost they almost equalized but nonetheless it's good to get something people people talk shit on the third place game and yeah from the outside who gives a fuck but i mean you're there already why not try and get a medal i mean what who, being fourth place is worse than third you know just go get something Go get a little piece of hardware to take home. little memory. Watch the Florida Gators and the Ohio Bobcats at Amelie. Basketball at Amelie Arena in Tampa is elite. They need, a, they need something. They need, more, they need to have more tournaments here, whether it's preseason. They had the SEC tournament here. It was amazing. Tampa is a basketball city, and it has, the, it has the ability to support a team, I feel like. The Raptors played here during COVID because they couldn't play in Canada. And cross the border. Just a, and it was warm. I usually when you put that shit over the ice, it's still a little cold in there. But no, it was like they had that bump, and it was like seventy-five degrees, a little sweaty. They were just playing Tom Petty songs for like full three-minute TV media timeouts. The Gator was dancing. There's no, there's no energy like a basketball game. And I was, I used to call basketball in college. Now it was Division three, and it was just for side money, something to do. And I wasn't the best commentator, but I love the public address announcing. And just, uh-oh, here's, here's Kirk rolling out, throwing to his tight end. That's about a seven-yard gain. Second and three. 
around the Colts' 42-yard line, public address is so much easier because you're just screaming on a mic. And once you get comfortable, once you get over those first few times that you're scared to, you know, address people, but eventually you get hype, you get comfortable, you get confident, and it's fun. It's easy as fuck, too. It's easy. And it's not too long. So that that kind of brought back the flashbacks, just seeing the whole sport, you know, the SID uh, operation was great. All right, here's Kirk. Hands off to Dalvin. Dalvin Cook up the middle. He's going to trudge forward. I think he got the first. It looks like he got the first. You got about seven and a half minutes left in overtime. If the Vikings win, it's over. But the Gators, so they played the Bobcats, Ohio Bobcats, and they were they got fucking whopped. Clearly outmatched. But it's just cool seeing that comparison, you know, of the MAC to the SEC. It's a huge, it's a huge talent difference. And just each level, the MAC compared to any division two or division three is a huge difference, massive difference. It's so hard. People don't realize how hard it is to be, oh, here's Kirk stepping up, sacked, sacked on first and 10. So fuck basketball right now. We need to worry about this game. They're on the 44-yard line. This is on NFL. This Saturday, football is what we need. Obviously, we had Army-Navy last week in the match. But there was nothing else after that. Kicker's warming up. Second and 14. Here's Kirky. All right, drop back. Cousins in the pocket, looking. Oh, batted up. Incomplete. Third and 14. Not looking good for the Vikings. The Vikings are 10 and 3. And the Colts are 4 8 and 1. 4 8 and 1. The weather for Christmas. It's cold. It's getting colder. It's starting to drop down a little bit. The weather up north. It was. It's going to be a high of 15 degrees on Christmas Eve. And then I saw I saw one forecast of potential 30 inches of snow if it falls right in the Pittsburgh region. I think that might change to something around 4 to 6. But it's going to be a snowy, cold fucking Christmas up there. It's going to be fun. Just fucking lock in the house. Maybe even do a little maybe a little sled ride here or there. Here's Kirk dropping back out of the shotgun. Stepping up. Completes to number 87 to the 40-yard 40, 40 line. There's a flag. There's a flag. Where's Justin Jefferson at? That's what I don't get. Vikings look, look scared on this first first overtime possession. Colts take over. We'll let this game kind of just marinate in the background. I don't know, Matt Ryan. Yeah, there's a completion right there. They might have something here. Might be might be the Colts' turn. I think if they score a touchdown, they win. Christmas though I can't believe how fast I mean we just reiterate this shit but it really is unbelievable how fast this year went I'm looking forward to the Christmas pop-up bars those are festive the lights the snow's going to be on the ground it's just going to be a classic Christmas experience and then the I think my favorite and I was thinking about this earlier today actually what's my favorite what's the peak time of the year for me I think it's like April May June and July Oh, Matt Ryan stepping back. Oh, sacked. Oh, fumble. Oh, 
recovered by the Colts. Okay, the Colts still have the ball, second and 10. They're still deep in Vikings territory. But what's my favorite time of the year? I believe it's probably April, May, June, July. Those four months, that's just when I, it's inspiring, you know, because the summer's heating up. You know, the, the winter, the winter kind of has you, has you stuck inside a little bit more than usual, even here, a little bit more than usual, or, you know, you're just not in the sun as much as you are in those warmer months. So you're starting to get hyped for that, that summer, just experience to have fun and let loose a little bit, you know, it's light out and big point here, daylight savings time that that's kapush next year, done. No more daylight savings time. Thank God. That was, right now, that's a big problem. Because the weather's perfect outside to do shit. But you, compared now to June, four hours, four to five hours of daylight that, you, that you're losing in the winter, despite having nice weather. So you really have to make use of that time early on in the afternoon, the morning, so you can get some of that daylight. I don't know. I think the Colts might win this. Poor Matt Ryan. I think this is probably Matt Ryan's last ride. Something's under review. Jeff Saturday's their coach. He's coached like four games. <laughs> was on ESPN. That was just kind of a random, a random hire. I feel like they could have had any coordinator come in and just be an interim. All right, Matt Ryan, what do you got? Three minutes in overtime. I guess if they don't, yeah, if they don't do anything here, it's a tie. Matt Ryan drops back, throwing a slant. Vikings territory, they stop it. It's third and nine. What's my favorite Christmas gift ever in my life? Christmas is, I think I like Christmas better as an adult. It's its more enjoyable to buy stuff for other people. And yeah, you miss that euphoria of being seven, eight years old, waking up in the morning and running downstairs and just, you know, you're your next month to four months of your life to years are set with depending on whatever gift you get. But it's much more enjoyable to just give. And I think just enjoying people's company being, being back. Uh Oh, here come the Colts first down third and nine. Okay. They're almost the midfield, but it's easier now just to, you know, buy gifts for people and then just connect after and, I think it's better as an adult, but my best, my favorite gift ever, probably the PS2. I think the PS2, that was the Christmas gift I, I had, I used for years and years and years and definitely got the most use out of. I remember getting like airsoft guns, oh, airsoft guns, fuck, getting like a, I think I got a sniper rifle one year, airsoft sniper rifle, I just sit on my deck all day, shooting it shooting it at birds and in the woods and whatnot. Those are just, those are the things, the memories you remember Christmas as a kid, you know, cause you do all, you, you don't eat fuck breakfast. Breakfast is for losers on Christmas lunch. Maybe, maybe a few cookies from the day before. Fuck it. More sugar. Why not? That's just the existential high you feel when you're a kid. Every kid deserves to, to feel that for Christmas trains dude trains christmas not even like for a gift but like you have to set up a fucking train somewhere you gotta have a train if there's not a train running all around the house in every room you know you, you gotta have a train running up and down the stairs 
you have to have a train in the kitchen maybe on the cabinets above running through and you gotta you maybe build a little bridge somewhere around the tree of course train around the tree are you are you american or what have to have it shout out to all the jews by the way hanukkah starts tomorrow at sundown so that's also big it's just this is the week this is the week of the year where shit really gets popping so we're gonna you know everyone's just gonna be celebrating hanukkah's i think that's when you get a gift every day it's eight days let's do some research hanukkah from the 18th to the 26th so it's eight days that would actually be pretty because then you you just spread them out every day is a new instead of getting them all at once you get all the gifts i think a, a gift every day reaffirms the ideals of judaism commemorate in particular the rededication to the second temple of jerusalem damn straight so it starts at sundown i wonder if they get school off all all like kids obviously i, I would think yeah it's like christmas it's like holidays like this is your three weeks off right now probably so it's just eight days of of celebrating all right matt ryan third and nine in the shotgun there's a minute 53 people there's not much time left oh he's he's pressured throws up a dud and it's almost an, it literally threw th fell through the hands of one of number 24 of minnesota whoever that is fell through his hands the pnc father son challenge is on right now that's the golf tournament with tiger woods and his son john daly and little john his son they had a hooters jackets on the hooters suits mad respect little john's i think he'll actually be athletic and i know he likes to get fucked up probably but he'll at least do that talent well because that's god that's god-given talent handed down from his father who was just drinking diet cokes and cigarettes super out of shape eating Mc, fucking mcdonald's colts punt deep into the viking territory they're gonna have a minute 41 in the ball at the 15 yard line but John Daly just didn't give a fuck, dude. Out of shape, didn't, didn't do any conditioning, barely practiced, show up, smoke cigarettes. That was the cool thing about the PGA back in the day in the 80s and 90s. You can smoke cigarettes while you're playing a professional event. I don't think you could do that anymore. I know they chew. I know they'll, they'll throw in a pouch. That's acceptable. But I don't think you can just light up a cigarette on a golf course. I don't know. Smoking cigarettes and golfing. That's just hard. Cigar cigar and golfing. Yeah, that's, you know, you just set it on the cart, take a little puff. Here come here come the Vikings. They'll play action. Dalvin Cook up the middle. Four or five yards, though. So I think this ties. If they don't score in this overtime, I don't think there's a second overtime. I think we're about to see a tie. Second and four. But yeah, so Tiger... Charlie Woods. Charlie Woods is a fucking assassin. Don't even get me started about Charlie Woods. After Kirk Cousins takes this snap. Here's Kirk. Drop back. Drop back. Looking. Looking middle. Finds number 17. He got some yak. He's still going. He's up to the 40-yard line. First down. There's a minute left. One timeout for the Vikings. Two timeouts for the Colts. Let's see what they do here. But Charlie Woods, I don't know how old he is, but dude, he... he 
a year ago, he looked like a little kid. A year before that, he looked even smaller. Uh-oh. Vikings are going fast. Here's Kirk dropping back in the shotgun, looking deep, looking deep, down the field. He finds a target. It's a white dude. I don't know who he is. Number 19, it's Adam Thielen. I do know him. They're ready at the field goal target line. There's 35 seconds left in the in the overtime regulation. It's not regulation. It's overtime. Never mind. This is fucking electric. I think Colts and Raven, or Ravens and Browns to follow. Yep. All right, here's Kirk in the shotgun. Cook to his left. Stop dropping back. Oh, it's dropped. That's number 87. And it'll be second and second down. 19 seconds left. Man, I am rusty. I never called football. I did basketball, volleyball, and soccer. Soccer was probably the best or the easiest. I mean, collegiate division two NAIA soccer. Not a whole lot of crazy action going on. Basketball is hard. No matter what level. Basketball is basketball is challenging. Volleyball even worse. I didn't know I don't know shit about I still don't know shit about volleyball. I learned a little bit, but I'm sure the parents did not appreciate those broadcasts because they knew I I knew nothing about I didn't know what a dig or a kill was or a I didn't I didn't know. I didn't know what the libero's purpose was. Obviously I learned a little bit as I went on, but at first they were probably not happy that they didn't invest in a in a more knowledgeable volleyball commentator. That's why you stick the public address. You just scream in the mic and everyone leaves you alone once you're done. Greg Joseph warming up for a field goal. Will the Vikings get it done? I don't know. They're on the 40-yard line to be exact. Here's Kirk. Shotgun. Cook to his left. Hut, hut. Step back. Quick pass. Jefferson. There he goes. First down. Still going. It's like a quick little bubble route, and there's 12 seconds. They're they're just stepping over him, trying to get the ball. 10 seconds, 9, 8, no timeouts, no timeouts. They're trying to spike it. They're trying to spike it. They're trying to spike it. 4, 3, flag, flag. That, that was – so Jefferson caught this little bubble route, got the first down, got them deep at like the 24-yard line, 25-yard line. So they're out of timeouts. Four Colts players are standing on top of him, won't let him get up. They get the ball, they get it set, so they have a chance to snap. But they call they're through a flag. Yeah, I'd be You can't do that. You can't just stand over someone and not let them get up. That has to be I don't know what the I'm gonna turn the volume on. Delayed game defense. Okay, that's interesting. So they get a delay of game. For standing over him, they're doing the little replay right now. I'm going to turn this down. Oh, yeah. Dude literally was grabbing his leg. He wouldn't let him get up. Yeah. Yeah, they're literally, they won't let him move. <coughs> can't do <coughs> can't do that. All right, Greg Joseph. This is the game winner, essentially, with seven seconds left. From the right hash. Here he goes, lining it up, line it up. And they're going to ice him. Two timeouts left. Hell of a game here. Minnesota is looking like they're going to cheat death and get the win. Greg Joseph got to swing this shit, though. 
So yeah, you got you got Ravens and Browns now. Big divisional matchup. That is the AFC North pretty much just a shit fest other than the Raven. I think the Ravens will win it, but the Bengals are coming on. This is a big game for the Ravens. And the Browns aren't out of it. I think they've won their past two games or so. So we'll see what happens. All right, Craig Joseph lining it up after the ice. 40-yard attempt. Seven seconds left. It's quiet. Snap, hold, NFC North, and it is good. Left side, that is the game essentially. Three seconds left on the clock. 39-36 Minnesota taking it to overtime. And the place erupts. So if they if they win this, they win the, the NFC North. The NFC North was just kind of a, a disaster this year. The Packers underachieved. The Lions are doing better than people thought. And who else is that? The Bears. The Bears stink. But they could have been better. They had chances to be better than what they what they were and what they are. And the playoff. Oh, it's bull season. I think, what the fuck bull game's on right now? Bull season's coming on hot. There were two games yesterday. I'm in a little bull pull. You never know with bull games because everyone opts out. And it's anyone's. It's anyone's. There's a there's few here. Might actually go to one. January 1st or 2nd. Mississippi State. Shout out. Rest in peace to Mike Leach. Very sad. His team, the Bulldogs, Mississippi State, they're playing here against Illinois, fighting Illini in the Rally Quest Bowl, formerly known as the, what was it? Outback Bowl. The Outback Bowl. One of the biggest bowl games on, on January 1st. Massive heart attack. Scary. 61, 62 years old. Very good dude. There was a great outpouring of support for him. And I've always known of Mike Leach. I forget where he coached before Mississippi State. Here's the Browns game. I forget where he coached before. But humble dude looked up a few of his interviews after and, you know, kind of kind of rung a bell a little bit. But it's just sad. So life is life is definitely precious, valuable. And I know we're we're swinging down we're swinging down a a sad path here, but you know, be appreciative of every day. I am more than ever now. I, I don't know. 2022, I'll look back on the year that I really learned a lot of things about life. Just the, the importance of being grateful, the importance of thanking God every day, and the importance of your family, you know, telling them you love them and trying to be with them as much as you can. So I think that's it for today. I think that's it for today's episode. A lot of sports on. I think I might might head out and watch some of this Miami game tonight. Watch a little bit of this snowball episode next week. I don't know. I don't know. I leave here on the twenty second. Am I gonna? Pl- I might bring the equipment up and do a little episode up north in Pittsburgh. That might be the plan. We'll see. But other than that, I might even just send one up real quick here this week on Wednesday. See how the motion of the week goes. I'm sure it'll go fast. But yeah, back in Pittsburgh Thursday. The food tour continues from Thanksgiving. That just got started. It was a more time this trip to really dive into those gyros and pizza and you name it. 
Brighton Hot Dog Shop. If you know, you know. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Bayside Report. It is December 17th. It's Saturday. It's 5 o'clock. Have a fucking day. There's NFL on. There's college basketball. There's Chinese basketball. There's Indian basketball. There's probably everything. There's everything. There's Russian table tennis. There's Czechoslovakian table tennis. Whatever you want. It's on Bet. What the fuck's that website? I don't know why this is turning into an ad, but it is. It's on Bet. Bet. Ah, what the fuck's it called? Um, Bavada. It's on Bavada. I don't know. This is not an ad. I am not sponsoring Bavada at all. But if you want to bet, go on Bavada. All right, everyone. God bless. Thank you for listening.